Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You're listening to the Chasing Tales Outdoor Podcast, where when you can't be in the outdoors, we bring it to you. Welcome back to another episode of the Chasing Tales Outdoor Podcast. My name is Walt, his name is Chase, and every week we come to you with one simple goal, and that is to motivate you and inspire you to get outside and enjoy the great outdoors. We've got a plethora of options all year long, and we're going to go on those adventures ourselves. We're going to bring people along to, to tell their stories and provide tips and tricks, and we do it all with the idea that you might try something new and find another reason to be outside on the weekends. Chase, dude... It is the height of turkey season. I think across the country, everybody's turkey season is open, but we're not talking turkey in the slightest today. No, we're not. Our, our, actually, our season's fixing to end in less than a week. <laughs> so I got to get on the ball here and tag that second bird uh, to tag out. But yeah, yeah, we're not talking turkey today. It's uh, talking something totally different, but I'm super excited about it. <laughs> Yeah, dude, we're, we're talking prize money. We're talking raising money for the next generation of outdoorsmen. It is time to discuss the third annual Yakin' for Bass Challenge. Now, we have grown a lot, and we do between every Yakin' for Bass Challenge, and thank you guys for all that growth. We really appreciate it. But uh, if you don't know what it is, the Yakin' for Bass Challenge is just a for-fun fundraiser that we put together every year. Uh, it's paddle sports. The idea is catch some fish, put them on a board, take some photos, talk some smack, and let's raise money. Uh, so far, we've been able to raise several hundred dollars each year and uh, donate it to conservation groups. The first year was Take Me. F- well, I'm sorry. The first year was Sportsman's Alliance, and the second year was TakeMeFishing.org, and that seemed to be a little bit more popular. So I think we're going to stick with that this year. TakeMeFishing.org is going to get all of the winning proceeds from this. We'll you know send them a uh, a check at the end of at end of the tournament, and in the meantime, we just hope you find a good way to pass the summertime. You know, summertime blues. It's hot. You know, there's no hunting to be done. So let's catch some fish. Yeah, yeah. I always look forward to the yakking for bass challenge. Uh, not just because I've won the creators for the last two years. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 I get, 
I love to fish, but then I've, I think I love to hunt just a little bit more. So it, I would during hunting season, I never go fish. Like it's, it's like pretty much the last thing on my mind, which I, I need to change that. Cause some of the best fishing is during, during hunting season. And I, it's just, to me, it's about just the camaraderie of everybody, uh, being able to rag each other, uh, checking out the leaderboard pretty much every day to see who's been out fishing, uh, wh- what's happening on the leaderboard and being able to meet up with people and, uh, just have a good time together doing something for a, a good cause. So, so let's talk about the format a little bit, cause this is kind of fun. If you're new to this, it is a creator versus subscriber challenge and what we're trying to do is you get you see these guys on youtube you hear them on podcasts they talk about the outdoors all the time but we very seldomly get to engage with you guys directly and so what we've done is we've set up a content creators bracket created a subscriber bracket as well and the content creators cannot win but you can fish for bragging rights to beat them and the measurement is simple this is how you do it you catch a fish you put it on any measuring device Okay, any measuring device whatsoever, take a photo of it, submit it to the app. Your five biggest fish total length is your score. And it's just that simple. You don't have to be an expert bass fisherman. You don't have to be, you know, king king of top water, anything like that. Catch a fish, take a photo, submit it, and every time you catch a slightly bigger fish, it counts towards your total inches. And and it's a really fun way about going about this. Yeah, it's a I really enjoy uh, the format of it. Uh, we don't discriminate. You can fish public or private uh, bodies of water. Uh, it just it has to be from we, what we call a paddle craft. I think we've we've also decided this year uh, is that's either a kayak, um, a stand up paddle board, um, and then this year we're going to use uh, inner tubes or any type of floatable, floatable craft that's not a John boat. I think we've allowed canoes in the past, uh, but you can't use a gas-powered motor. You can use a trolling motor during the tournament if you'd like, but n- nothing uh, combustible. Yep. I, th- I think it's pedal and paddle craft at this point, I guess. Maybe it would be the best way about going about it. If it's arm-powered or leg-powered, it's probably fair game. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, um, it, it, but it, that has to be its original intent. What we don't want is somebody to take their bass boat out on a lake, use their trolling motor, and just, you know, go all over the place. The purpose of this is kind of to be even for everybody, to give everybody kind of similar odds. You all have to work kind of similarly to get to these different places and have similar – limitations because again this is not really while it's fun to win and i am out there to win um it it definitely the point of this is to pass the time in the hot summer months and raise some money for a good cause so um we we try and keep this and and i'll be honest with you guys we try and keep this lighthearted. if you make a mistake i try not to you know when i judge the fish i try and you know help educate you as long as it's not something egregious like you know I don't know, half the fish is missing in the photo or something. You know, it's like I give you warnings. This isn't serious. And in, and in return, we expect everybody kind of to, you know, keep this lighthearted and fun on their end as well. And, and thus far, everything's gone off without a hitch. Yeah, yeah. We don't have a ton of rules with it. Um, obviously, one of the rules we have is, is artificial bait only. You, you can't fish with uh, any live bait, uh, which that's definitely a game changer. <laughs> For sure, can be a game changer uh, for some, and, and it's anywhere in anywhere where there's bass fishing, you can participate. So even if you're over in Japan, <laughs> you can participate in this tournament if you find it, or somehow a listener of the show 
Uh, it does. It's not United States. It's it can be worldwide if if you if you have a place to bass fish as long as it's of the what we call it, the black bass species your your largemouth smallmouth shoal bass uh, not peacock bass or anything like that but uh, th- those are the bass varieties that we're talking about. Yeah, and and any of it's fair game. It's a great point. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, any of those black bass species count. Um, it, it really the the limitations to this are as simple as no motors, uh, uh, no live bait. Uh, obviously, you're trying to catch and release this fish as quickly as possible. And we got some, you know, there's some minutia to the rules. There aren't very many guys, so you know when we post the rules. Uh, we'd encourage you to, you know, take a look at it and pay attention. Like we expect you to wear a life vest and, you know, stuff like that because we need to be safe on the water because we're using kayaks, but, uh, it's really low stakes. This is a really fun way. The total cost is $25. Five of that goes to the app called Tourney X. It's available for Android, iPhone. Um, and it's, it's a, man, I don't think we've had a single issue yet, uh, with with the app, I, that I can can you think of anything that, that anybody's ever complained about or? No, I I don't think we've ever had an issue with the app of people having a hard time uploading their fish. I mean, they have what they call the live well on there, so even if you don't have cell service, you can still get a picture of it. It'll save it in your live well, and then when you get signal, you can post the fish to the leaderboard. That's right. Yep. Yep. So. Um, it's a pretty easy. It's a pretty easy thing to do. It's it's a fun way to show that you know more about bass fishing than the people that you watch on YouTube. Which is just, man, I, I really enjoy that because I get to talk smack to you know you know Austin and Parker McDonald, all these different people. Chase and I are kind of competing with each other, even though we kind of go about it with more of a team mindset, right? Um, but then you have right. patrons that that tune in every day and they like stuff. And then you know you you post your five fifteen inch bass and you're thinking you're you're hot crap. And then all of a sudden you know some dude from Thomasville you know drops you know five twenty inch bass and suddenly you go from first place to like <laughs> middle of the rung, never gonna move. <laughs> you know, and it, it it's it's really fun. Yeah, yeah. We we've also decided there is another rule that's good. we're going to call it the Walter Lee rule this year <laughs> where the only the amount of time you have to sandbag is 24 hours. That's the longest you can sandbag uh during the the tournament this year. <laughs> we, <laughs> we've had some I'm not going to say complainers, <clears throat> Chuck, but we've had some people that were not happy that you could pretty much sandbag from day 1 of the tournament and hold on to your limit till basically the last 20 minutes of the tournament and then post a five fish limit of whatever, 105 inches. <laughs> and people had thought that you either sucked at fishing or hadn't been out and thought that they were going to beat you. <laughs> and That's whammo. right. Uh, they, they lost by 20 <laughs> inches and they had quit fishing two weeks ago. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And, 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 to be fair, what we're going to do is because some people do fish in areas that don't have great cell service, right? And so that that matters. So that 24-hour window uh, to submit occurs up until midnight the last day of the tournament. So you don't get a full 24 hours that last day. You only have until midnight to submit. And, and, and the reason behind that is some people would prefer to sit on their couch and watch Netflix movies with their wives than fish to the last minute. And for those people, we're just trying to provide them... <clears throat> a little more motivation, you know, a little, a little more cutthroat attitude. So, uh, you know, maybe, maybe the, uh, Netflix and chill isn't quite as appealing to them. Yeah. Yeah. Last year it was great. I mean, you posted your limit kind of right there towards the end, uh, inspired Chuck to get out. I mean, 
we're watching this whole thing go down. Like he's texting, he's poloing, like it's pitch black, dark out. He is headed to the pond <laughs> fishing. He gets out there and pretty, I think it was his first cast. He catches like this 21 and a half inch bass or something and is within a half inch of your total at that point. So all he needs is one more yep. upgrade uh, for the tournament. And he fished his butt off till the very end. And I think he lost quite a few fish. He was fishing with a, a popping frog or one of those hollow body frogs, which uh, I despise, <laughs> but in the kayak. And uh, he was close. But, yeah, that to me that was great. And then you were freaking out because you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> he's going to catch me. I can't believe – can you believe this? I was like, I told you not to post until yeah, yeah. <laughs> the last 30 minutes. So this year there won't be quite as much drama <laughs> with that, I don't think. But that that was fun to see. Oh, it was. It was it's a blast. It, it, and like I said, like there was no, there was nothing more than bragging rights, you know, to be had by me, right? I can't win any of these prizes for you guys. Um, but speaking of prizes, we're we're gonna change it up. Last year we did like a, a slew of smaller contests and stuff throughout this, but this year we're gonna change it up based on the feedback we've gotten for two years and. We're going to do a prize for first place, and we're going to do a prize for the biggest fish. And if you happen to be in first place and have the biggest fish, you can win both prizes. And the reason for that is, for some reason, Chase, you you remarked before we got on the air again, I mean, it seems like people want that big fish challenge for some reason. Yeah, yeah, we've gotten a ton of feedback from people, and for some reason, they all want the big fish as like a separate prize. And I don't have a problem doing it as a separate prize. Uh, maybe heck, maybe it's even a little trophy or something that says you caught the big fish for the oh. Yakima Bass Challenge. There's um, there's a thought. I think that would be neat uh, if we do that. But uh, we're still kind of we're still trying to figure out what that top prize is going to be. Um, we're in the talks with some people, and then maybe deciding on what amount of the purse we're going to use uh, to for prizes for first place. And we may come up with another prize or two uh, between now and then. Yeah, absolutely, and, and the reason why we can't really go into super big details with this is it's really contingent on how many people we have register, right? So if we have 100 people register, the prize package can be much more extravagant. Um, so it kind of it kind of shifts with you know the, the enrollment that we have, but it, it is normally a, a really great prize package for first place and uh, the big fish challenge, dude. That trophy idea, man, that's. You know, I got some old softball trophies up here. I might stick a stick a new brass label on there and send it to Chuck. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Can the King of the North endorse it, and we'll we'll mail it up to him first class? Yes, yes, I will. I will endorse it. I'll sign it. <laughs> I think. I think if you beat Chuck again this year, Chuck and Austin, then you need to endorse a Chasing Tales hat and send it to him. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'll, I'll send him a hat. Uh, I was on their podcast uh, recently, and they did uh, acknowledge that I was currently the king of the north. <laughs> they did. They did acknowledge that, and uh, I appreciate that. And hopefully, uh, we hopefully we can get Austin more involved. Last year, he was in the same situation that you are this year. Uh, he decided that he was going to have a kid during the Yakin for Bass Challenge. Uh, <laughs> I mean, great planning and all, but uh, we we definitely missed his memes last year. Year one, the memes for the tournament were just unreal, <laughs> and uh, I was the butt of the joke for several of the those memes uh, until I took first place in the creators and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No more. But uh, yeah, Austin, if you're listening to this, man, we, we need the memes to come back for the Yakin for Bass Challenge. 
Absolutely. Yeah, no, and, and that, that the, the memes that he had were literally grade A, triple A rated memes. I mean, they were out of this world. His Photoshop skills are amazing, but... Um, let's talk about the, let's talk about the length of the tournament and this is going to be a little weird to people, but it's worked the last two years. And so this tournament is going to run from May 15th to June 15th. And the purpose of that's real simple. And that is not everybody can, can just drop what they're doing and go bass fishing for like a weekend, or maybe it's just raining or it's snowing because Pennsylvania hates everybody. And sometimes it snows in the middle of May. So what we, what we're doing is a, a month long tournament. You don't have to fish the whole time. You can go fishing once or twice. And honestly, kind of tying this in with the biggest fish, fishing once or twice might be all you need because uh, two years ago, man, was it two years ago or last year that Greg caught that big fish? Uh, Two years ago. It was two years ago. Greg only posted like three fish for the year. It was like a 15-inch or a 15-incher, and then he caught an eight-pound freaking monster on a Senko on like a blind cast of a mat of grass on Lake Seminole, and he would have never placed. He would have never won first place with that with that three-bag limit, but he definitely absolutely would have won uh, the Biggest Fish Challenge. So it's a month long to give you four weekends, uh, and all the days in between, you can fish all through the night. Night fishing is encouraged. Um, it gives you four weeks to gauge the rain and family holidays and all that good stuff and still participate. Yeah, and the tournament actually starts on a Saturday this year. Oh, that's so, good. I didn't actually check. Yeah, day one of the tournament is a Saturday uh, this year. So everybody should be able to get out day one if they want to, yeah. uh, for the most part. Unless you're like yeah. me, who works every third day. So. <laughs> Uh, Are you working the first day of the tournament? uh, I don't know. I haven't even looked yet. Gotcha. (laughs) I haven't even looked. But it looks like it ends on a Tuesday. So I may be out there on a Tuesday, though. (laughs) I do have the ability to be out there on a Tuesday and try to shore some stuff up. Uh, Because, like we mentioned, we do have a couple of new creators this year uh, for the tournament. Uh, Adam Glass, who pretty much spanked everybody last year (laughs) and uh, by, I think, about seven inches, uh, one first place uh, in the tournament. Um, he is a creator for uh, Central Florida Outdoors is where you can find him uh, on his YouTube and Instagram, uh, all of his social media handles. He's decided this year that he wants to be on the creator side uh, and has turned down the prize stuff uh, just to be a creator. And the other creator will be uh, Nick Chandler from uh, Heart of Florida Outdoors. I actually fished with both of them last year uh, at a couple of different lakes and uh, got to kind of start a relationship with them. Uh, I think, And we're planning on getting together this year as well and uh, doing some fishing during the tournament. But, yeah, those are going to be your two new creators uh, for this year's tournament. Yeah, good guys. Um, Adam, you know, we, we moved him into the creators con- uh, tournament bracket for a couple of reasons. One, he's always got a GoPro with him. Um, and it was kind of unfair to everybody because he's a hobo that lives in the back of his truck and he just fishes for a living. And so it gave <laughs> he gave him kind of like an inherent advi- – I'm kidding. It just seemed like he was always fishing, dude. I swear, I, I think he may have took like a, a sabbatical from work just so he could fish during the tournament. Yeah, last year I think it was a little bit different for him. This year I don't think he's going to have that same advantage. Uh, he's going to definitely have to – I think his – He's got a new work schedule this year where I, I believe it's Sunday through Thursday 
are, are the days that he works. Um, so he'll be off on Friday and then he'll be able to fish in the evening times. He will, that, that is the other thing. He will be going out. He lives near a ton of lakes and basically the heart of bass fishing for Florida. So, and all it, and all it takes is, uh, going out for an hour or something in the evening time. And you might be able to add one fish to your, to your bag. You do that three or four times and blam. Um, but yeah, he had, he had a great tournament, uh, last year. Uh, I had a great time fishing with him. Uh, last year and i'm glad he decided that he wanted to be uh, on the creator side even though he'll probably beat me and take my crown as the uh, king of the creators Uh (laughs) this year but i will be trying my best to not let that happen (laughs) yeah i hope so man i mean listen as long as as long as we beat my baseline almost every year is spank austin and charles and if i do that i'm okay with it i mean that's kind of my baseline of operations yeah, they're they're kind of our, our rivals, I would say, for the term, just because they have a podcast that's about hunting, and it's there's it's two of them, so it's kind of more of like a team thing. Can can team chasing outdoors beat team whitetail distraction? Uh, last year, like Austin, really didn't get to fish that much. He fished a few times. I mean, we spanked them. Uh, the year before, I think they beat us combined. Um, I beat both of them, but you were having a difficult time the first yeah. year. <laughs> Ooh. and. Uh, so that was, uh, and that was the inception of everything anyways. And I think, uh, now we've kind of got it a little bit figured out <laughs> and for we, sure. We became sure. kayak bass fishermen that first, <laughs> that first year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That first year, dude, that was, that was, boo, that was bad. I think I barely even got five fish on the board. Um, lost some really good fish. It was just not a fun time. Year two, we had a, we had a turnaround. You stepped your game up and I think, Everybody really ought to be upset, especially the creators, because we have got an ace up our sleeve uh, that is going to hurt people's feelings. My only hope is that he doesn't actually fish in the tournament, that he just guides us uh, uh, with with his wisdom channels, his inner inner bass fishing instincts. But there's a chance we're going to get up with a legend that you've never heard of. And if we do, you'll know because we'll have an insurmountable lead. That's just basically all I'm going to say. Okay. <laughs> Yes, I mean this gentleman. Although this gentleman, he did fish the first year uh, of of the tournament. Uh, he did. He ended up coming in second place. Uh, he didn't get to get out and do uh, some of the fishing that he normally does uh, the the first year. I, I'm hoping that he competes uh, this year, uh, just to make him get out and fish a little bit more. Because um, last year, last year he didn't compete uh he also had a child on the way or something whatever it was or had just had one born and knew he wasn't going to be able to get out that much <laughs> um so and you're going to be at a slight distance because you have a child that's probably going to be coming after the first two weeks of the tournament so you're going to have to get a lot of your fishing done right out the rip so pretty much what walter lee posts that first two weeks is uh <laughs> going to be uh the standard um, for for catching him, unless he, unless unless he somehow is able to get out uh, within those first couple of weeks, but <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that's a pretty dire situation. At least at this point, I'm not going to commit to that. I think there is a world I can envision where she'll uh, want to kick me out of the house at some point. At least that, let me uh, try it for an hour or two. But those first two weeks, I'm going to give it hell and uh, get out there and burn the candle from both ends and do everything I have to. But uh, let's kind of give them a rundown of who the creators are that they get to fish against this year. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so as always, we've got Parker McDonald of Southern Ground. He hails from northern Alabama. He always manages to catch fish on his trademark 
black and blue June bug Cinco. In fact, if, if someone were to just, you know, make it impossible for him to buy that, I don't know that he has a follow-up. That is his his go-to every year, and it works for him. I mean, it really does. We told you about Adam Glass, Central Florida Outdoors. We told you about Nick Chandler, Heart of Florida. You also have Austin and Charles of the Whitetail Distraction Podcast. Do do me a favor. Go check these guys out. Like and subscribe on all of their platforms. They've got excellent YouTube channels or podcasts or sometimes both. Um, they're really good guys. There's going to be a lot of cross-promotional content across all of the different uh, channels as well. And uh, there, there may be one or two other guys. I've been kind of, kind of put a bug in people's ears. So if you like to watch bass fishing content, there may be one or two other people as well. So, man, I, I feel like we kind of ran the gambit on that. Is there anything you kind of want to touch on here? As far as the rules and regs and how everything's going to run, um, I think we pretty much covered everything. If we somehow miss something, we'll, we'll, it'll, it'll be in the rules. There'll be plenty of stuff in the rules and regs for the tourney X. We also have a Facebook page for the Yakin for Bass Challenge that I don't think we mentioned. Uh, we do a lot of uh, content on there uh, for the tournament. Um, people, you can go on there, post post the fish that you catch uh, on the Yakin for Bass pages, especially if you catch a big bass or something unique. Uh, feel free to uh, use that outlet um, to post uh, some of your stuff. Uh, we have our Marco Polo group with our Patreons that we'll be sharing a bunch of stuff with. Uh, I was talking with one the other day. He was looking forward to uh, us sharing a bunch of stuff from the tournament on Marco Polo. Um, so if you're a patron, be looking out for that. Uh, we'll be posting a lot of content kind of on Marco Polo, or at least while we're out on the water uh, for that. Now, I think really the only thing we're miss- missing, Walter, is what we do every year is we make some <laughs> bold predictions for this tournament willy-nilly <laughs> right now. <laughs> so we normally come up with a couple of bold predictions for the tournament. So why don't you kick it off this time with oh. uh, two two bold predictions for this year's Yakin' for Bass Challenge? Mm. This is going to be a good one, man. Let's see. Two bold predictions. I'm going to predict bold. Okay. I'm going to predict that Nick has a higher five fish average than Adam Glass this year. That's bold prediction number one. Okay. Yep. That's bold. That is bold. Adam's 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 a stud, dude. In the bass fishing world, he's a stud. Um. Okay. All right. I don't feel like this is very bold, though. Oh, I want to talk smack. Okay, bold prediction. I will catch a bass, having only fished maybe two weeks of the tournament, that is no less than three and a half inches longer than Charles Hedlund's biggest bass. Okay, so you are going to – so if he catches a 20-inch bass, I'm going to catch a 23 and 25. Yep. Okay, gotcha. Yep. So you're going to have a fish that much bigger than Charles's. Uh-huh. Yep. Nice. Nice. I like it. One hand tied behind my back. What about you? Well, uh, let's see here. First, bold prediction. Um, I'll make it about myself for the first one. I My bold prediction this year is that I win the overall for the tournament. Oh! That's my bold prediction. Last year, I came in fourth, which I was a lot closer <laughs> Uh, then I was, I think I was, I, I may have been eighth or ninth or whatever, somewhere around there the, the first year. And last year I beat my total by like 13 inches from the year before. So this year, my first ball prediction is that I beat Adam Glass for the creators. And I also beat all the subscribers as well. So 
Chase Prince will be number one at the end of the Yakin for Bass Challenge. Nice. <laughs> nice. That is bold prediction number one. Okay. Uh, let's see here. And bold prediction number two is I believe that somebody is going to catch a giant, probably 10-pound slob of a bass that I don't, I don't think – I think the biggest number we've ever seen is like a 23-and-a-half-inch bass. I think that's true. Bass yeah. Challenge. yeah. So this year, somebody will catch a 25-inch bass. Whoa! There, there will be a 25-inch bass. That's a checked huge in from fish. somewhere on the Yakin for Bass Challenge. <laughs> Hopefully by one of us, but yeah. there will be a 25-incher. Hopefully by me, because then that'll make <laughs> Chuck's life impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hopefully it's by you, um, and Jason Tails is is able to uh, take home the <laughs> creator side <laughs> once again. <laughs> absolutely, dude. Absolutely. I I tell you what, I'm a, I, Chuck. I'm gonna call you out right now. Here, here. We're gonna we're gonna add some spice to this. You ready, Chase? I just came Let's up with it. this, Chuck. I'm gonna offer you and extend to you a wager. Whoever wins between you and I in the Yak and for Bass Challenge has to donate an extra fifty bucks to the to TakeMeFishing.org. Oh wow! How about it? Because nice, you yeah. know he's talking a lot of smack. He was all bent out of shape about the fact that he got caught off guard, sitting on his couch in his hoodie, drinking his Budweiser, doing his thing when he should have been fishing, and he knew he should have been fishing because he jumped out of that off that couch. And so you know we put in the Walter rule so that you can't you know hold on to your fish. And he's got all this heads up. I'm only fishing for two weeks. That's how confident I am that Chuck is just not going to be able to put up a big bag this year. I think it was a fluke. Lane Baker took him to his honey holes. It's a one and done. Yeah, well, I think it'll be a little bit fair because Chuck's probably not going to fish until the last two weeks of the tournament because he's still turkey hunting. I mean, the, the turkey season goes, I think, what is it, till like June 1st or something in Pennsylvania. Ours fixing in, and then they've still got till June 1st. But they haven't even started yet. <laughs> That's right. Um, so I don't even think they've started yet in PA for, for turkey. It's a little bit later up there. Um, yeah, yeah, I like that uh, challenge. I think that probably my person – uh, in this tournament, I mean, uh, I've beaten Parker the last two years, so it's got it's gonna it's gonna be Adam Glass is the the person I'm gonna be gunning for um, this year. If if Adam beats me, because Adam Adam's doing an internship and uh, mm-hmm. all that Getting stuff, married. so yeah, he's he just got engaged, all this other stuff. If Adam beats me, I will donate an extra fifty dollars to TakeMeFishing.org. Nice, gentlemen. There is your opportunity to to not only make fools of us, but to donate another hundred dollars to TakeMeFishing.org. I, I think the important thing here is, guys, this is a great opportunity that we do every year. It's a wonderful time. The the Chase, thank you for bringing up the the Facebook group, the Yakin for Ballish, the Yakin for Bass Challenge Tournament Group is uh, public. I just checked. It's it's there for you to uh, to sign up. We've got sixty eight people there from years past. Hopefully, all you guys sign back up for this year, you know, jump on a kayak. I mean, this is a low stakes thing. You can borrow a kayak. I mean, you can go on Facebook Marketplace, tell somebody you'll send them 50 bucks for a kayak for like a weekend. It's not that big a deal, but all the money's going to a great organization. It's a great way to spend some of the, to, you know, burn up some of the, the worst weeks of the summer when there's nothing to hunt, which is, I think, predominantly our biggest passion, uh, both on this podcast and based on the, the listeners as well. But it's an absolute joy to uh, interact with you guys and compete with you. 
Yeah, yeah. And and so, like I was talking with you earlier, since we're allowing basically inner tubes, I mean, it's gonna. I think it's got it going to be difficult to fish from an inner tube and try to measure a, a bass at the same time on your inner tube. But like I was talking to you, if you're a bank fish angler, let's call it, if you're a bank angler, then get you an inner tube and just get right off of the bank in that inner tube and fish like you would normally fish from the bank, but you're on an inner tube. Uh, we've had some people that had mentioned, hey, I'm a bank angler, and now we're kind of opening it up to you. I mean, they're not very expensive. Get you one, kind of sit, kind of cool off in the water while you're fishing, throw the pole in, and uh, catch you a five big bass and put it in the Yakin for Bass Challenge. That's it. That's it. And it only takes one hook set to win a prize in this tournament. Yep, that's it. That's it. If you catch that one big bass, then you, you've got a prize. You don't. You don't even. I don't like to mention Greg wasn't even sniffing the leaderboard the year that he won no. big fish. No, no, not at all. It, it's it's an absolute blast, man. I I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, it'd be cool if as this as the weeks approach, you know, as we do this, it's mid April. As the weeks approach, it'd be great to do a link up maybe in the Florida area with anybody who's listening who wants to fish up or something like that. I'm not making any promises, but it'd be a great opportunity for us all to link up. I'll be you're not getting me into Florida water with a uh, an inner tube, but uh, I'll I'll bring my kayak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll bring the kayak. I'm, I had several meetups last year with people. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to rocking. We both got new kayaks that either one of us has taken out yet. We both got the new canoe flints uh, that, that we're going to be rocking uh, this year during the tournament. So that'll be a little adjustment. I think there's a few little things that I need to buy for it, little upgrades uh, that'll make life a little bit easier. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, getting out there in those and wearing them out for the 30-day tournament. That's it, guys. All right, so for this episode, that is all we have for you. We hope you enjoy it. We hope you go and sign up. The link will go live May 1st. You can sign up May 1st. We will put uh, a post on Chasing Tales. So if you're not already following Chasing Tales, go to Facebook, like. That's where we're going to post it. Go find the Yakin' for Bass Facebook group. Uh, answer a couple questions. We'll enter you into that group. And uh, until next time, guys, no matter what you do, get outside and enjoy the great outdoors.